Welcome to the Human Conversation Podcast with Jules White, the real dragon slayer, author and entrepreneur sales coach. Tune in weekly for human conversation about business and sales. Enjoy business expert interviews, educational episodes, and virtual cuppers with entrepreneur business owners. So grab yourself a cuppa and enjoy. Here is your host, Jules White. So welcome everybody to the Human Conversation. And I have a guest who I know very well. I know this lady so well. She's a beautiful lady. And she lives in the fabulous island of Jersey. Now I have to tell you all, I have visited her on this beautiful island and I had the most wonderful time. It really is somewhere everybody should visit. That's what I think. So I would like to welcome to my show, the beautiful Lorraine Panettier. Now I've got to check, did I say that right, Lorraine? Panettia, yeah, that's absolutely fine. <laughs> I'm very pleased Hello, with myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. lovely to have you on the show. Um, thank this you. is the second time you've been on the show, but it's been quite a while. And obviously today I want to just catch up with you and find out exactly what you're up to. I know you're doing some exciting things. So tell the people listening a little bit about Lorraine just to start us off. Okay, so a very brief overview. Um, I'm an intuitive copywriter, which basically means um, I'm a copywriter, but I use my natural gift of intuition to dig that little bit deeper and go beyond the layers and pull out people's kind of true essence and magic within them uh, and then weave that into words. Fantastic. And have you always done this? No, no. Um, I've always loved writing. I loved reading as a child as well. Um, and, but, but for 20 odd years, I ran a nutrition and fitness business. Um, so I've always been passionate about food, uh, certainly since my teenage years. And um, I was always doing lots of writing for, for clients, for sort of my one-to-one -one clients. I was on social media when that all started. I've written for magazines and things. I was always writing. And then at, at some point, um, something kind of switched and I thought, you know what, I really want to follow my passion for writing and, and do that more than the sort of food coaching and things really. So I, I switched almost overnight really uh, and went into copywriting. So yeah, there you go. And it's interesting because, um, I mean, I want to touch on the food stuff in, in some ways because obviously um, food, anyone who knows me, they know that I'm quite fussy about my food. I don't really eat as well as I could eat. You know, I'm putting it out there now. This is laid bare. This is what the human <laughs> conversation is all about. So I don't, don't eat the most nutritious food that I could. And you are actually vegan, aren't you, Lorraine? I, well, I, I follow a whole food plant-based diet. So I'm not completely vegan in as much as um, I have bought leather shoes and things like that, you know, in the last year or so. Uh, but no, my diet is completely whole food plant-based because there's quite a difference between plant-based and vegan in, in terms of diet because you can be an incredibly unhealthy vegan. You know, you're, you're following the vegan principles, which is brilliant, you know, for the planet and the animals and everything. Uh, but you could be eating, you know, uh, beans on toast and Oreos and processed junk food and, uh, you know, man-made burgers, you know, made out of all these new things. Um, so, yeah, you can be a very unhealthy vegan. So I'm a healthy plant-based vegan, if you want to call it that. 
<laughs> and when I came to Jersey, obviously you fed me uh, beautiful food and very different for me to eat that way. But it was really delicious. It was full of flavor. You know, it was really quite an eye opener, I think, as to how lovely that diet can be. Because I think um, generally people who, who don't follow that diet probably think there's not a lot of things they can have. There's not a lot of taste to it. And actually, that's a big myth, isn't it, Lorraine? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and to be fair, even if you don't want to stop eating meat, you can still massively improve your diet. And that's how I kind of, that was always my passion and, and my message in nutrition was to eat more plants. In fact, I've still got a Facebook page called Eat More Plants uh, and a book, an ebook called Eat More Plants, because I think that everybody, if they started eating more fruit and vegetables and swapping things like processed things like bread and pasta for more natural things like uh, whole grain rice and lentils and beans and, and making nice flavorful things with those, you're having far more nutrition than something that's been processed mm. um, yeah definitely so um, I know for a fact one of the other things about you is you have homeschooled your girls you've got two daughters I did well I've only homeschooled one of them for three years um, yes I, there's no way I would ever have homeschooled my eldest <laughs> she wouldn't have wanted to and school has been perfect for her I loved school I loved everything academic I loved learning I still love learning um, and, and she's exactly the same. Whereas my youngest is, is different. She's a beautiful spirit and the school model, maybe just, I felt that it didn't quite enrich her soul in the way that it could have done. And, you know, when they're little and they start coming home from school, really upset and stuff beyond the normal, you know, ups and downs of, of young children. Uh, and so, yeah, at some point, um, I was like, hey, look, I've looked into this homeschooling thing. Do you fancy it? And she agreed. And so it was for the last three years of secondary school. So year in the UK, that's years nine, 10 and 11. Uh, so, yeah, she's just done her GCSE. So fingers crossed. Um, you know, we're not looking for the equivalent of A stars or anything because that's not her level. But she's she's got lovely mental health. She's a lovely, mature person. And it's been yeah, it's, it's been a really good adventure for both of us, um, but we've spent a lot of time at home, so <laughs> we're both looking forward to getting out and about a bit more now, I think. <laughs> yeah, I bet. But I think it's interesting, isn't it? Because um, there's an awful lot to this in my mind, because I just send my son, Sam, to school. He goes off to school. He comes home from school. He's usually complaining about teachers in one way or another, <laughs> as they do. Um, but for me to have actually undertaken something like that, I think would have been really massive. And um, so mm. I'm, I'm kind of quite inspired by you that you took it on, but also that you um, have clearly made it a really great journey and adventure for you both. You use the word adventure. That's so lovely. I think that you said, yeah, that. I mean, it, ne it didn't turn into the adventure I'd planned. I think my, my dream, my vision was to be able to, travel a lot more because obviously we weren't tied by school holidays so much my eldest was still in school so we were a little bit but yeah as it turned out financially I wasn't in a position to just go off and jet around the world <laughs> all the time uh, so yeah that didn't quite meet my expectations but they were my expectations and I hadn't told them to her so so she was happy with everything but um but yeah I think it I was at that point in my life where because I was working primarily from home, um, I was in a position, I was paying a lot of money to rent this lovely house and 
I was like, you know, what's the point of going out all day and her going out to school all day? Why don't we just stay here, do everything here? And um, yeah, it, it worked out so well. I also want to talk to you because I've known you for a couple of years, I guess, really now. It must be, must be that long when I think back. Be, so yeah. I kind of want to talk about the, the change in your journey across that time. So obviously there's this history in um, exercise, nutrition. There's, there's that lovely period of your, your life where you enhanced many other people's lives uh, in, that, <laughs> in that way. Then there's the copywriting side, which you do really well, beautifully again, um, because it's heart-centered. You know, it really is lovely how you write because I've read a lot of your stuff I've had some stuff written with you as well so but I think then um, you've moved on to another phase or you did certainly did recently move into another phase of your life where you were concerned about things like environmental and planet issues should we talk a little mm. bit about that Lorraine yeah I mean I think we're all on a journey and I think it's beautiful how our businesses and our lives evolve, you know, our relationships evolve and, and everything. Um, and I think animals and the environment was always something that I was interested in. You know, I can remember being buying everything from the body shop when I was a, I don't know, a teenager, maybe. I can't remember what year they opened, but yeah, a long, long, long time ago. And I was like, you know, you've got to buy this stuff because it's cruelty free. And, you know, I, I was very passionate about that. Uh, I never made a big noise about anything, I suppose. I was always somebody quite quiet, but I always did those, always did those things for me, um, which I suppose now is what I would term alignment. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm in alignment with what I feel on the inside um so so yeah those those passions have always been there now it's just that everyone's talking about it so so it's lovely to be able to have a little bit of a platform not that I'm that well known but like just a little bit of a platform on social media to just write blogs and things about those things uh and obviously through food uh that's the in my opinion that's one of the easiest things to change in terms of a plastic usage and things um you know go back to buying natural take your own bags go to the market go to farm shops you know there's, there's so many ways you can massively reduce your plastic intake uh, and now the supermarkets are following suit too which is which is amazing it is good news isn't it and obviously some of them are a bit slower than others but we are definitely yeah. seeing changes aren't we and I think it's just about the people who are, who are listening out there who are kind of I admit actually I'm one of these I'm busy I've got a busy life um sometimes I think I can't make a difference Lorraine if I'm really honest mm. but of course that's not the case is it it's about making those small things change you know that will make a big difference ultimately if we all just change something little do you not think absolutely and there's that phrase that's gone round it you know you've probably seen it on memes and things it's only one straw said one billion people yeah you know? so it's you know that one takeaway drink in that one cafe if you just say no to the plastic straw uh, and actually a lot of those shops are actually getting better at having biodegradable plastics now, which, okay, they still take a long time to break down, but they're much more, um, you know, they're not going to be in the planet in 300 years time. So yeah, yeah, uh, much, yeah. much so, more friendly. Definitely. The thing is we all can make a difference. And I think if you think back to the eighties when, I don't know, you always used to see people like 
chucking cans out of car windows and things and I think a lot of that mentality has changed yeah um well, I'd like to think it has I mean I certainly don't see that kind of thing you might see the occasional cigarette end going out of a car window but I think in general we're all much much more aware of the environment now than we were and you know people like David Attenborough you know he's a legend isn't he <laughs> he's wonderful he's truly wonderful yeah. I mean I think was it Glastonbury where he was Lorraine this year yeah. and he was on stage yeah. at Glastonbury and it was like oh my goodness this is so wonderful yeah. stole the show apparently oh, he, yeah <laughs> I watched a clip and and he really is for his age to be just so prominent still and so passionate about what he does he's he's true inspiration isn't he yeah so I, definitely. I love he does. so let's link it back to kind of your stuff now so your uh, your business as it stands today your copywriting who are the mm -hmm. people you're working with what sort of things are you doing Lorraine tell us more about that so in terms of the actual things I do it's things like um, website pages ebooks and pdfs social media email sequences that kind of thing anything that involves some writing really I've done author bios and speaker pages um, someone even asked me to write uh, a wedding speech for them that was a random one-off but I did it and she loved it so that's <laughs> that was great amazing. yeah um, but yeah but primarily kind of website and things but I think What's really lovely is when I first made the switch to copywriting and set up the Soulful Word in my business, um, I'd gone through a period of really tuning into my feminine energy. I'd got my angel cards and crystals and, uh, you know, I was spending more time sitting out under the stars and journaling. I'd read the gratitude diaries. I was writing gratitude lists. There was all this beautiful energy that had come up. Uh, and that's been, that's been amazing. And I think because I was putting out so much of that energy, I was attracting those kinds of people. So my first sort of half a dozen, 10 or so clients were all very much, you know, along the same path, very like-minded people. Mm -hmm. And then as I've evolved, the kinds of clients I've had have evolved too. Uh, and what's been really interesting, I made a bit of a decision at the end of last year to really focus, uh, not in my business as such, but in my personal life on, finances and trying to build a bit of financial freedom and security and getting out of that sort of you know only just having enough each month uh, and so I went so far into that I could really feel that I was in a lot of masculine energy so it was really interesting to see how it shifted from feminine to masculine and then what's happened over the last few months is I've realized that I can have a good balance and, and it's not like it's something new I've known this before but it comes, it reappears in a different way to trigger things, to make you learn and grow and expand your mind and everything. Yeah. So what's really beautiful now is I'm back using that feminine energy, but also with that lovely grounded energy as well. And so I think what I'm hoping is over the next few months, the clients that I will attract will also have that nice kind of balance as well. I really love the idea of us having a balance between these energies because I think they're both really beautiful energies actually and I think yeah. sometimes what's happened for some people is they've they've almost fought against the masculine energy because they didn't want to be part of it and actually you know it, it's not caring enough it's not emotional enough 
But as you say, quite rightly, it's grounding. And I think actually that's one of the most important parts of it. So it doesn't mean you can't be feminine and, and be in touch with your heart and have that lovely emotion around what you do. But that lovely grounding part of it means that it also pulls in the realism of things, um, the practicalities of things. And when you can get that balance right, I reckon that's when you've got a really amazing energy. That's how I feel about it. Because I think I have masculine energy in my life. Um, probably more masculine energy than female energy, actually, which is quite interesting. But I'm still very heart-centered in the work I do, yeah. as you know. So. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, that was the beautiful thing about you and why you and I connect so well is because you do have that lovely harmony between the two because selling is seen as very masculine, you know, attracting money, which again is like a providing and a masculine sort of energy. And, but then you've got your human conversation and that's, that's what you talk about. Selling is, you know, it's the art of human conversation. Yeah. So I think you do bring that together. You know, you don't have to sort of be wearing pink floaty dresses and have crystals to be, <laughs> to be feminine. Yeah. And equally, you can still have a good balance of masculine energy, but be a, you know, a beautiful, voluptuous goddess in tune with your feminine side. You know, there's, there's so many different aspects of how masculine and feminine energy can look so yeah no I do think you have a beautiful balance oh thank you and and I think it's really nice isn't it to hear that you know your journey has brought this wonderful balance into into your energy that that's amazing isn't it and um, so I want to kind of talk about the what's what's the future for you in a sense so kind of first of all I think you know, who is that ideal client now then if you've got this lovely balance and you want to attract perhaps those slightly different clients, what do they look like, Lorraine? Yeah, well, I don't know whether they're slightly different. I think I was listening to someone the other day who was saying we attract people from different stages of our past. And I think we can get very caught up in only focusing on one area of our past, like the me of six months ago, or the me of two years ago or whatever. But actually you can have multiple products services income streams whatever for different people at different stages mm. you know there might be people that um like for you with sales that are just starting in the online space and they have no idea about anything and they just want a really simple checklist or, or something or a simple video training you've done and that would be really suitable for them and there's other people that are years down the line that that wants something completely different mm, from that's true. you yeah so I think you don't necessarily market everything at the same time because that gets a bit confusing but I think we can have lots of different ideal clients at different stages mm. and I think for me um, I've worked a lot with people who are not necessarily in the early stages of business but in the early stages of online business because there's such a difference um, and I think you know, I've met so many lovely people uh, like nutritionists and therapists, healers, whatever, um, hypnotherapists and people who have had a brilliant business and career in the real world. And when they come online, they're not quite sure how to position themselves and what to do. And, you know, and so I think a little bit of my time does end up going into almost like a little bit of business coaching it's not something I'm you know saying I do yeah but it's because I've got a certain amount of experience when someone is two or three years behind where I am or even six months behind um that sort of element of 
teaching and nurturing comes through as yeah, well definitely. do you work with men and women or particularly women how, how does it work out for you um I work primarily with women but I don't say I only work with women I've had a few male clients along the way uh I collaborated with with a male client or two here and there and uh yeah open to working with either I think it's just that because I was putting out such a feminine energy maybe I just attracted more of those people or maybe the men are looking more at the the kind of copywriters and salespeople who do it very much in the what I would term the old style of marketing yeah sure so very kind of bang 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 you know that's what we're <laughs> trying to face. change that's what we're, we're trying to change that Lorraine exactly exactly <laughs> so but yeah no completely open to working with both and it's it's beautiful when I come across uh, a male in the online space who has that beautiful harmony of both energies mm. and I only know a couple of them but it is lovely to to see what they're doing and how they're showing up and how they're opening up and showing a bit of their vulnerable side. I've got a question around that I guess because um, I wonder if there are many more out there but they're just not really giving them permission to be that way. Yeah quite probably. Because it's kind of not probably. what men do is it? <laughs> well. Yeah. You know, I think maybe now men are realizing that they absolutely can be that way and they can be whatever they want to be. I would love to see more of that, really. I think that would be amazing. Um, with empowered men. <laughs> I think that's what we need because this, yeah, we've, we've had this really interesting couple of decades, haven't we, that kind of come, came to a head recently with the whole Me Too movement and everything. And you know, there was this whole culture in the sort of 50s, 60s, 70s that was very male dominated. And we're, you know, if you want to be kind of spiritual about it, you could say we're entering this Aquarian age of, you know, this new feminine energy that's rising. But it's, it's really nice, I think, that we've come to a point where actually we need, we need more men to be in their masculine energy in the correct way that it should be it's like using that masculine energy for what it's meant to be used for mm, yeah. um, uh, and I think the more we can be in our feminine energy and allow the men to be like that and you don't have to be an online business person to do that you could just you know allow your husband to show more of his masculine energy in the right way mm. because it's all yeah society's gone a bit crazy over the last decade or so and social media and online you know adult sites and things have made it so easy to to be very male with that masculine energy dominated mm. yeah and I think you know it's back to what we've just talked about is balance really isn't yeah. it isn't that what life's all about when we've got this perfect yeah. uh, situation it's it's nicely balanced and there's great harmony and let's yeah. just maybe strive for that to be the case exactly so, salad and chocolate brownies <laughs> <laughs> yes please. that was always the joke wasn't it a salad yeah. a diet coke and a chocolate fudge cake <laughs> yeah i definitely want the brownies lorraine i don't care actually you could make them healthy brownies for me if you want yeah. to i i will yeah. have them what's the thing you're most excited about that's coming up for you or the thing that you want to do most now going forward yeah i think the thing that's really come through for me is to embrace my natural gift for nurturing and nourishing other people um and so 
because I think when I switched to copywriting, I pushed my food business away and didn't really post anything for months. Uh, and I think what I've realized over the last year or so is actually, you know, that is part of me when I have my daughter's friends all around and I make them food it's it's beautiful and I, and I love that and I love that they try you know in fact a lot of them are vegan and vegetarian and it's lovely that to have that environment and to share that um, and I was even joking with someone the other day about how when my kids were, were little and we did the first sleepovers and things and all the play dates I said oh god I used to whip up a batch of fairy cakes when they came home from school and you know <laughs> And I wasn't saying it to brag that I could just do it just like that. It was more a case of it felt so lovely to be nurturing them yeah. and to just make those fresh warm cakes straight out of the oven. And um, yeah, so there's a lot more of my nurturing energy is coming through. Yeah. Uh, love is always a key theme as well. Uh, so, so yeah, going forward, it's, it's more of the same. It's more copywriting, more writing writing my own book uh, or books because I'll never just stick to one uh, <laughs> and then just seeing where it takes me really yeah um, yeah, yeah. So seeing lovely. opportunities come up I think since I've known you I've felt that lovely nurturing nature of yours that's always been there that's never changed so it's yeah. definitely your core nature isn't it I think it is so, yeah. yeah even even at school I was the one that people would come to with various issues and and yeah. things so yeah I think I've always had that but you don't necessarily realize what you've got you don't you, I think I got very caught up in uh, getting qualifications and academic certificates mm. instead of embracing me and so linking that back to my daughter that I homeschooled it's lovely to help her embrace more of her natural gifts yeah. rather than just going you know you have to do this and you have to do that and you have to get these qualifications and things yeah I feel like that's definitely the conversations I'm having with Sam um, mm. because I know he just absolutely adores music you know he's got this wonderful creativity in him he's got a wonderful emotional intelligence about him and you know he's coming up to 15 years old nearly a 15 year old boy he's different very much so to some other boys in, in that way. Um, and I'm just really working hard for him to um, be able to just accept that and not have to be pressured to do this, that and the other and be the way everyone thinks he should be. Um, and, and I think that's a really great thing to give your children to, to help them to realise who they uniquely are. Definitely. Yeah. I think there's a lot of, a lot of old souls. I know I feel like an old soul and yeah. I know my... My youngest daughter especially is as well. My Sam is, definitely. Uh, and Sam is too. Yeah, exactly. They're both musical, creative, everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and we're here as the guardians of these beautiful children to, um, yeah, to guide them into adulthood. Yeah, that's it. Well, a great role for us to have. How honoured are we? It's lovely, yeah, isn't it? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. So he's kind of um, got his summer holidays off, obviously. Now we're just breaking. Anyone who's listening, we're recording this at the last day of term. Uh, certainly in the UK so he's got his six weeks off holiday and then in September he starts his GCSE stuff um, and I don't want that to feel terrible pressured and um, stressful for him so I'm just fingers crossed we can get him through it and he can enjoy as much of it as he as he can you know absolutely and there's so many resources now when my daughter was doing her revision you know YouTube is a massive resource and actually there's a, a girl I 
one of my uh, my daughter found and I started watching her channel I'm just like oh my god if I was 18 19 today I would be that girl doing that YouTube channel she's so she's such an old soul she's so wise and it was it was beautiful I commented on a couple of her videos actually because it was just so lovely to see her sharing all this beautiful energy and the academic stuff too you know she's a top a-star student but Mm. she's just such a lovely person and so wise and it's really interesting to watch her journey so yeah makes me very proud of young people and yeah I love yeah I love children yeah (laughs) and me too and I think YouTube is such an amazing resource now if used properly you can pretty much find whatever you need on YouTube these Mm. days which is quite amazing isn't it so I I, I often wonder how I survived as a child Lorraine (laughs) How did we survive without Google? <laughs> yeah, without the internet, you know, it's, it's, it's incredible really that yeah. we've become who we have. Isn't it? I think maybe we tuned into our intuition a bit more. <laughs> yes, maybe, which kind of brings us back to where we started, doesn't it? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, I, I feel like we've had this really lovely conversation around energy, which is kind of where I thought it would go. But I think, you know, for anybody who's listening, I really think that we have to trust who we are. We have to trust that we are unique, we have the energy that we have and that we can all use that in beautiful ways. You know, I, I do honestly feel that way. So, and talking to you brings Definitely. the best of my energy for sure. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but yes, it's true. I, one thing I really remember learning in science at school is that energy just keeps on moving. You can't kind of stop energy as such. It keeps going in some other form. Yeah. Um, so all we're doing is just is we're just sharing this energy and passing it around and you pass it on to the next person, but someone else passes energy on to you. And yeah, it's, it's a beautiful never ending cycle. Yeah. Of it's energy. lovely, isn't it? It's lovely. And same so, with money. Well, yeah. I mean, actually when, when I think one of the big things you've taught me when I've known you know, through the time I've known you is about the fact that money is energy and and so getting all wrapped up in it is is really quite detrimental you know the fact mm. is if you if you pass that energy on then ultimately at some point you may well get that energy back and that's money isn't absolutely. it absolutely and so, you know how how many times generally do you think oh shall i shan't i and then you you invest in something it might not even be a big amount of money but you invest in something and then literally within minutes or hours or possibly a few days something else then comes to you whether that's a new client or you know an unexpected check in the post or or whatever it might be or you sell something you've had for sale for ages so yeah that money or it always comes back because it's just energy yeah I totally love that that's really helped me knowing that and you taught me that a long time ago Um, (laughs) so I kind of want to leave the audience with um certainly the the way that they can get in touch with your beautiful energy and we will put all of the links in the bio with this podcast but how's the best way for us to find Lorraine Uh, So the best way, uh, if you want to read about my intuitive copywriting, head over to my website, thesoulfulword.com. Also on Instagram at the Soulful Word and Facebook page as well. Uh, And if you're interested in the plant-based food, um, I take photos of my food, even though it's not so trendy anymore. Um, (laughs) uh, You can find me on Instagram at Bowls of Soul. 
Um, and then if you put my name into Instagram, you'll find all my old accounts as well. <laughs> you can go back to 2013, I think, and just get plant-based food for the last six years. <laughs> Amazing. And some of the, some of your food stuff is just wonderful. If you're, if you're like me and you're a real, um, well, I, if you're rubbish with food, let's just say, then Lorraine's your woman. She'll, she'll just make food beautiful for you again. So she, you're very talented at that, Lorraine. So oh, it's, it's easy home cooking. I think I've got that gift of being able to open the cupboards when there's literally three items there <laughs> yeah. and put together a family meal out of it. Um, and yeah, my kids go, what's for dinner? I'm <laughs> just like, just something nice because I don't plan it. It's not like I say, right, you know, veggie lasagna one day and, you know, tofu stir fry another day. It's just like, oh, what have we got? Okay, yeah. well, you know, this lovely fresh spinach and kale has to be used. So, you know, let's see what we can do. You're very clever. You're a very <laughs> clever lady. And thank you so much for coming on my podcast again. Thank you so much for having me. And thank look you. Look forward to chatting again in a few months' time. Yes, definitely. And for anyone who's been listening, I hope you've enjoyed our chat. I hope you've been, had a cup of tea while you were listening. You've relaxed and you've tuned into your own energy. We are on iTunes, which is, I think, now Apple Podcast. We're on Spotify and we're also on SoundCloud. So give us a follow, give us a like, and please put your comments in. We'd love to hear what you think. But for now, we'll see you next time on The Human Conversation. Ta-da for now. You've just been listening to the Human Conversation podcast with Jules White. To find out more about the other work that Jules does, please visit her website, www.liveitloveitsellit.co.uk. And if you enjoyed the podcast, then please do leave a rating and review on the platform you use to enjoy her show. Thanks for listening and see you next time.